0: Welcome back to Real Voices of the Game. I'm Dave D'Agostino, joined here by our host and star of this show, Sal Marinello. This is the Hot Corner with Coach Sal, episode 401. It's the back end of a Tuesday doubleheader here. Um, Welcome Sal back to the show. We heard him yesterday on Coaching Kernan. Uh, We got some more pointed things to cover here with our overall wellness and health, and especially coming into the new year. But Sal, before I get into our ad reads, welcome back to your show.
1: Uh, great to be here. Uh, again, time flies. These weeks go by. The holiday season went fast. So uh, it's great to uh, get back to it and get to giving out the message that we've talked about wanting to get out there. So,
0: Yeah, no, it's. I think it's appreciated by our audience. I know they missed you. We're up to 63,000 right now uh, with, with the last look. So we keep chugging along. We actually did pretty well with replayed shows while we were uh, on a break there. So that's a, a good testament to our audience. I think we, we overloaded them in, in 2023, so they, I think they needed some time to catch up. So, But um, for our audience, we're going to play a couple ad reads here. Just be patient. It's about 90 seconds per read. Hope you stick with it. And don't skip through it. These are two companies that are now supporting us, and then we'll, we'll read our blackout coffee and our job bats right after. But just stick with us right here for the first two ad reads. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. Their hydration multiplier is a great-tasting non-GMO electrolyte drink mix powered by cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the body faster and more efficiently than water alone. Hydration isn't only for people training for championships and marathons. It's about daily maintenance. I use it when I travel, watch my kids play in soccer or basketball games, back for back-to-back conference calls, or even neighborhood walks. Proper functional hydration is essential, and Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. For me, it's the Liquid IV flavors. They offer 12 unique flavors, from strawberry lemonade to concord grape, my favorite, acai berry. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins with three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. It's made from quality ingredients, non GMO, free from gluten, dairy, and soy. That's why I'm asking you take a look at this. This is for real people. It's got real flavors. It's real hydrating. And you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code RVG at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you stop. When you shop Better Hydration today, using our promo code RVG at liquidiv.com. Zencaster. How to start podcasting with Zencaster. It's now the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy. It's the ultimate web-based podcasting solution. It provides high-quality audio and video podcast production and hosting. With a full suite of professional tools, podcasters can seamlessly record, produce, and publish studio-quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier. Why did I choose Zencaster? Three years ago, I had never listened to a podcast. Now, I've successfully produced almost 400 podcasts in the last two and a half years, all using Zencaster, and it's so easy. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away record studio quality sound, and up to 4,000 videos with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing ZenCaster's multi-layered backups. Ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. And it's all in one. If you have thought about podcasting before and realize that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. With ZenCaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to spotify apple and other major destinations what am i asking from you go to zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code all capitals rvg and you'll get 30 percent off your first month of any zencaster paid plan i want you to have the same easy experience i do for all my podcasting and content needs it's time to share your story Well, I want to thank both companies for supporting us now. Also, we have Blackout Coffee, Be Awake, Not Woke. At checkout, if you use Sal M20, uh, coffee will be on Sal in 2024. First purchase is 20% off. After that, it's 15% in perpetuity. Make sure you use the appropriate links for that. And then Jaw Bats, the newest bat in Major League Baseball right now. Uh, Tanner started using his. Very few grains in the bat. That's what you want as a hitter. Uh, Go to Jaw Bats. We'll put their website in our show notes use RVG at checkout, all caps, and you can get uh, 15% off your baseball purchases with jaw bats. So Sal, with all that now, thank you for your patience and welcome back to your show, buddy.
1: Yep. Good to be here. Like I said, we've uh, got some ground to cover this year. As we've talked about, I've kind of been posting a little more to Instagram. That's part of one of, you know, my goal. I really have not done the Substack like I wanted to. It just takes a lot of time to write those things and and really research them. And I think people are so overwhelmed with that stuff. I think the the short video, 90 second or so on um, Instagram could get to a topic. And again, in keeping with our message of be your own expert, uh, I've been kind of putting things out there. We did the hydrogenated water bottle and the scale that allows you to measure your body fat uh, to kind of get, if you're, going to make a couple of purchases that, that are going to try to help you stay on track or meet your goal of uh, being healthier, living a healthier lifestyle. Uh, I would totally recommend those two things. Inexpensive and very informational or very informative. Uh, the, the hydrogenated water we discussed, but the, the scale we have not. We Dave, we've talked about the concept of body composition versus body weight and body composition is the more valuable number. The the more valuable information comes from that because what it tells you is it tells you what your skeletal muscle mass is. And it also tells you what your, your fat percentage is of your total body weight. And I don't think there's a better referendum, a better way to see if your doing the right thing when it comes to nutrition and exercise than getting your body composition done
0: what what's uh is there an acceptable number what's what's or what would you share yours
1: body composition varies between males and females and and in general women at all of the same uh, at all of the same defining points have a higher body fat than men so we don't we don't like to or you should not i don't we certainly don't like to but you should not compare men to women when you're looking at body fat for instance if you look at the the normal body fat ranges for for men to women it, it it varies quite a bit and when you look at again what you're looking at what you would say is the average body fat number For a male, it's 18 to 24%, and for a female, it's 25 to 31%. So again, uh, it's not fair to compare because again, there's biological differences that some people would like to pretend don't exist, but let's not get into that discussion. But one of the obvious ones are this body fat percentage. And if you're talking about, you're trying to be fitter and be in shape, and even people who are competitive athletes, those numbers vary just as drastically. So if you look at the fitness numbers for men, the fitness percentage, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the percentage for men in the quote fitness category, which which should be the goal of people who are, are are I don't mean this in a negative way, the gym rat. Like I'm a gym rat. I love that, going to the gym, I love working out. Uh, I use that as the probably the ultimate compliment. Uh, if you're a gym rat and you wanna improve yourself, your body fat should be between 14 and 17 percent if you're a male, and again here you see the drastic difference. A female is 21 to 24 percent, so that's a um, a pretty big difference. And then when you get into the athletic category, Dave, which are high school and college athletes, certainly are professional athletes are shooting for, males are six to 13 percent, and women are 14 to 20 percent. So again, you see a, a pretty drastic difference between the athletic uh, between the, uh, the the categories in the athletic category so or between the sexes in the athletic category so uh, those are just very important things to know because you'll have people I have people all the time complain about their weight but if their body fa- if their body composition is good then the weight doesn't matter and you could have people who lose weight and their body composition gets worse so uh, having you could buy a very inexpensive and relatively accurate scale for, you know, 40 bucks, 30 bucks on Amazon. Yeah, And it's, it doesn't have the bells and whistles of the high end that I recommend everybody get a high end body composition scan. But it allows you to quickly and easily keep yourself in check if you have that scale handy.
0: Yeah. Now, what what is uh, what, what do you, would you mind sharing what your body fat is?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm happy to say I hover in the 15 to 16%. Nice. And that's, that's been, you know, and I, again, I don't want to, we were sold this bill of goods, Dave, and this all dovetails into the same subject that be your own expert and not to get too far off the track, but we have this condition that you'll see on social media, especially when you, if you get in, if you, once you're in your forties, and the social media algorithm starts sending you things that are appropriate for whatever your habits are, or your age, you'll start to see the, uh, the, the, the term sarcopenia and sarcopenia is an age related loss of muscle mass. And we've talked about it. I've written about it, but it's happening because people don't eat enough protein. All right. There's, this is not a mysterious, geez, I hit 45 and all of a sudden I've started to lose muscle. That's Another bill of goods that's being sold, and you could be great with your exercise program, but if you're not eating the protein, you're not going to maintain your muscle mass. So you can actually lose muscle mass, especially if you're if you're a slave to the scale without knowing the um, the numbers behind it, the numbers that make up that total number on the scale. You're 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 in the dark, and you're probably doing yourself more harm than good. But over the course of, I would say 10 years, I've been able to increase, uh, decrease my weight and decrease my body fat and keep my muscle mass basically at the same point. So, yeah. you know, and, and that's where you get into the area of these tweaks where it's not even a tweak. It's you have no more room, margin for error, if you will. And And for certain people, it means certain things. For certain people, it might mean I'm not going to have those three drinks on Friday and Saturday night. I might have one drink, one or two drinks over the weekend. It might mean I'm going to cut out those days where I I go a little crazy and have pizza and have dessert or, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with having those items, but if you're really interested in being as healthy as you can be and feeling better that to me, that's the most important thing. I feel better then those are the types of things you need to do and the only way you know that Dave is if you know what your body composition is
0: yeah no i haven't and and you you've been i i've always been conscious of what i eat and how i sleep and how i exercise but you've helped me ratchet it up another notch um, um you know we, we share our ages here so i'm 50 years old but um i haven't weighed myself in a long time uh so i i maybe maybe probably a month and a half two months ago but uh I feel good. I feel energetic. And I, and I actually started using because you suggested I eat an egg, uh, in the morning, sometimes two. I do my Greek yogurt with blueberries. Usually it's a little bit of maple syrup in there. And I started putting my protein in that as well and mixing it up in there. And, uh, just recently, cause I, I, text you over the weekend, you helped me navigate the creatine world. Started doing a little creatine, um, in the morning, two days into that now. I'm not lifting cars yet, but, uh, uh, I'm waiting to see how that that feels. Well, you'll
1: know within two weeks. That's why you should go on Amazon and research a a scale. And, you know, maybe that's something we can get an advertiser. But get a scale that's going to give you some body fat readings. Because with your ultramarathoning and all the other things you do, you know, you don't want to get to the point where you're losing muscle. You know, And, and the scale is just giving you, again, one number. Yeah, It would would be like someone saying, well, you make, you know, $6,000 a month, but you have no idea what you spend. And if you make $6,000 a month, but you're spending $6,001 a month, that's what you need to know. That's why, you know, that's what kind of the, it's probably not the best analogy, but it's a
0: close analogy off the cuff here. Yeah. No, it it makes sense to me. Maybe we spend too much time together. That's why it makes sense to me. But I, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to probably do that today. Just check it out and, and really keep tabs on the newest things I'm adding to. And I hope our audience is, is and again, we, we offer this stuff to you guys. Be your, be your own uh, expert. Do your own research. Challenge us. Ask questions. Poke holes in it. Uh, that's kind of what we're trying to, in addition to providing you great content with, with your well-being, also want you to become a little bit self-sufficient in terms of how you obtain your information too. Don't be and as I
1: said, with the, with the creatine, if anyone out there is interested, you'll know within a couple of weeks, 10 days, two weeks at the most, if you're a responder. We've talked about this in the past, but the thing about creatine is it works, but it doesn't work for everybody. And you know, Dave, that's another thing that gets lost in all these discussions about whether it's a substance like creatine, whether it's your Advil versus Motrin versus Tylenol, whether it's a prescription drug, I think people labor under the misconception that if, if one of those substances works for you, it's gonna work for me. And that's absolutely not the case, especially with pharmaceuticals. I believe the term is number to treat, which basically means how many people have to take that medication before they see a benefit from it. And it's not, One, you'll see any, I mean, I've seen stories about certain drugs that anywhere from, you know, almost a thousand people to several hundred people. So it's not a one-to-one. It's not you take this drug, you get this result. There is a spectrum on which that drug is successful, and it's not 100%. So it's the same thing with creatine. It's the same thing with Advil and all the other pain remedies. That's why they have so many of them. Because not everybody responds to them the same way, they need to have a a wide range of them that certain people will respond to.
0: What, What should I look for?
1: You'll see that you know five or six pound weight gain again without a body composition scale, you'll have no way of knowing if that's good weight or bad weight. Some of the scales, some of the systems are are quite advanced and can give you numbers that are like your body water weight measurement as well as your lean tissue. And, and the bioele- <clears throat> excuse me bioelectrical impedance as a means of measuring body comp has improved drastically, exponentially over the last, you know, several years, especially where uh, a simple device, uh, a less expensive device, can give you a lot of good information beyond what even the handheld calipers which was the, the gold standard and obviously the hydrostatic method, which is where you're submersed in a tub. And it's a very intricate, very difficult to conduct method to measure body fat. So this bioelectrical impedance, again, is it as good as the, as the $10,000 system? Of course not. But it does give you valuable information that is actionable, especially in, in a case like this where, you, you start the creatine regimen in addition to keeping up your, your training and your proper diet. And what does it do for me? And after two weeks, you see no difference. Then, you know, you don't need to keep taking it yeah. and spending money on it.
0: No, I, I hear you. I, I, uh, I was reading through some of our show notes here. And I this was one that my kids highlighted. They, they were hoping it was true that you sent me. And uh, audience, hopefully you don't fall out of your chairs with this, but our buddy Bill Gates has funded another study where peanut M&Ms are healthier than beef or pork.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, who really is going to believe that? And, and by the way, look at Bill Gates with his man boobs and his soft belly. It, even through clothing, you're going to listen to him. I mean, it, it's it's laughable. People should totally ignore him. He, You know, Dave, we talked about this and you brought it up, so I'm going to go down that path. Yeah. He's done nothing really in the betterment of the human condition. And if you look at it over the course of time, that the, the the main benefits to people's health and longevity have come from improved sanitary conditions, access to clean water and access to basic food. And in all of the things that he does, And in his claims of helping the third world and even the first world, if you want to use that term, he's done nothing to do any of that. His work and his efforts in the third world is to foist uh, unreliable and non-tested, untested vaccines on a population and hold them over the barrel for uh, in in exchange for using that those vaccines on their population. They're given grants uh, that allow them to do other things and and buy food and other things that they need uh, in these third world countries, they need the money for. He's done none of that. It's all nonsense. So anything that Bill Gates is involved with, we should reflexively ignore, especially knowing what we know about him on the personal side, which we don't need to go into here, but yeah. ignore Bill Gates. He's a bad person. He does not have your best interests in mind. He's doing things that are are worse for us, and will will be worse for us if he's allowed to continue. He, I mean, he really is like Doctor Evil, and, and it's not hyperbole. He he's come up with this plan to get rid of trees because of the, of the quote their, their CO two emission not total. I mean, just going against bio uh, everything we know, whether it's biology, chemistry, he's against it, and he's talking about blocking out the sun and seeding the clouds and. Doing things to disrupt our weather p- patterns—it's—it's it's really something out of a bad spy novel. And like I said, it's—he's become a parody of Doctor Evil.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's a, yeah, and those things. Our audience, I hope you know that you need the you need the uh, flow of CO2, oxygen through the plants, through the humans, and we also need the sun. That's um, that's a, <laughs> a no brainer. You don't need to be a scientist to know that. And I didn't mean to take you off that. I just wanted to make sure before lunchtime happened that my kids heard. That M and M's are not better than beef yeah. for meat. but I mean, um,
1: they did the they did the same thing with breakfast cereal. The Harvard study that tried to tell you that eating meat raised your rate of uh, or likelihood of getting type two diabetes, but they didn't tell you they included fast food and foods like lasagna in the in the, in the side of quote meat eating. So it's all baloney. And again, it goes back our tagline is going to be be your own expert and be your own expert and look into this stuff. And you'll see how flimsy the support is for the claims that are made.
0: Yeah. Well, getting back to a real scientist, we both follow Metabolic Mike on uh, Instagram. He's got some great information out there. Uh, you you sent me something about, and again, some of this stuff is for our audience, but a lot of stuff that we go back and forth, it's very selfish. It's for me. Um, and I appreciate you doing that for me. But he he talks about the when to take protein, what happens to your body when you take it post-workouts. You want to get into that a little bit?
1: Well, without getting too deep in the weeds, it's just a reinforcement of the things we've talked about. And it's also a great example of how the science is never settled and there's always new things and new ways and new studies that can be done and new ways to look at these subjects. So they're basically saying that the the window uh, that you have to synthesize protein and the amount of protein you can get in that window is way longer and way greater than we thought. It used to be the rule of thumb and the thought was it was 20 to 25 grams of protein at a time was all that the body could handle and the rest would be either excreted or stored as fat if it was excess calories. And now it's... Then it was for... Recently, more recently it was up to forty forty five grams and now it's they're they're saying they've done these studies that a hundred grams uh, can be handled by the body and and what they're saying is if you're the type of person who wants to nibble throughout the day but then have that one huge meal, we were taught and told forever that that was not going to work, and that your body couldn't make use of that, but in addition to exercising if you're eating protein right before and right after, but then you have that wider window to get into all that excess protein. And again, if you, I know some people who like to eat that one meal in a day and it allows them to actually eat the way they want to and still be healthy and feel great. So if you're a person like myself who is doesn't love the idea of eating lunch and doesn't want to have all of these meals like breakfast, lunch, and then a dinner, and enjoys eating dinner and that big dinner, then you could kind of eliminate those other things and eat as you maybe need smaller amounts to get you through the day, but then have that big meal at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, it's it's that twelve hour uh, window allows you know people a lot of people work out early morning, midday, or late at night. So if you do more than a hundred grams, is that dangerous?
1: No, that was, that's been the other myth that it would lead to liver issues. That's again, all scare tactics where they took a tiny bit of fact and built this narrative around it. And and what they found were there were people that had liver disease that obviously they were not functioning at full capacity and you would have issues with not, and you know, the issues weren't just with protein synthesis, but they would have issues with protein. So they took a a shred, a sliver of truth and took it from an unhealthy population and extrapolated that to the healthy population. And they've done the same thing with salt. Salt is another one of those demonized substances. You still hear people avoid salt and the salt free low sodium and again it's not true and, and more problems come from not getting enough sodium than come than come from getting too much sodium again i believe it was a tiny percentage of people that had hypertension and, and again without regard for wondering why they had hypertension which what we know causes that uh, a tiny percentage of people with hypertension had a response to to salt sodium in their diet so again that was Extrapolated and applied to the population at large, which is nonsense,
0: yeah now I drink i I'll have a couple glasses of salt water throughout the day Do, do you employ that at all
1: uh, I get enough in my food I, I you know i I went through a phase where you put a pinch of the Himalayan salt yeah. in your water i I never remember to do that, but i ha- I have salt on my food throughout the day, so i I don't feel like I need to do that i mean i know, again, I think people. If you remember to do it and you want to make that part of your routine, fine. There's other things. I think that um, other ways to get sodium. And again, that's just one of those things that never stuck in my routine. You know, I think there's things I do religiously that other people are surprised at. And then there's other things other people do religiously and say they can't do the things I do religiously. So everyone has their thing. I think as long as in the overall you're doing most things right everything kind of takes care of itself.
0: Yeah. And I i never, we, we've talked about hydration before. I think I often trained and still do in a dehydrated state. And I didn't learn about the salt. And, and that was, this was probably five years ago. So not till I was 45 when I started doing the ultra marathon where people were, uh, they were deliberately taking salt for the dehydration, to prevent dehydration. Never heard of it. always heard the opposite that don't do that. You'll dehydrate faster. But I've made it a, a little bit of a religious part of my morning and evening, just doing a little pinch of Himalayan salt and some and some water. Uh, and well, again, again I-
1: that's one of those things that denied basic biology—the thought that avoiding salt or that having salt was going to make you uh, dehydrated. And we've talked about this book in the past called um, "Oh God," it's by Dr. Noakes uh, about people are uh, waterlogged is the name of the book and. When you drink too much water, what happens is you don't get enough. There's not enough sodium and you can't absorb the water. And people wind up dying from that over hydration. And uh, so, again, it's an ignorance of the basic facts that come that have been known forever. But with this new generation of demonizing substances, well, uh, it, people got away from that. So, yeah, it, it's a good idea if you do it. I think if you're eating salt throughout the day, you're you're pretty good.
0: Um, so yeah, I don't usually put it on a lot of my food and not by any reason other than I just, it's one of those, again, like you said, rituals that you just don't, I had never got into, but what, what are a couple rituals that you do that our audience would, would find uh different, interesting that they may want to look to incorporate if it fits their lifestyle?
1: Well, I think one of the things that I've come to understand better as I've done research and tried things are are the nece- the nece- uh, god are the necessary supplementation uh the necessary supplements you need to take during the day we've talked about it for sleep you know I I take all pretty much all of my supplements except things that might disrupt my sleep at night uh because I take that cocktail of the uh magnesium with a couple of other substances that I find really help me sleep uh, I've done The, I think one of the great things is, is we talk about, we've talked about it with the breathing. I have a mouthpiece. It's a company called Airwave, uh, A I R W A A V. And they make a mouthpiece that's designed to help you keep your mouth closed and breathe through your nose during exercise. That's a huge benefit to me, I find. And I also tape my mouth shut at night. Uh, I did it to start to stop myself from snoring. Now I find that it just helps me sleep better. And again, it, there's a whole range, I'm not gonna go into it, of benefits that come from breathing through your nose and not breathing through your mouth. Read The Oxygen Advantage by Dr. Timothy, Timothy Keon, not Dr. Timothy Keon, uh, about why you wanna breathe through your nose and not through your mouth. Uh, that's helped me. I find that it's helped me avoid I think I, sh- I can't prove it but I haven't gotten sick in quite a long time and I think because when you read about the benefits of breathing through your nose how that helps to filter out a lot of the bacteria and other things that can contribute to making you sick and then because of I do that at night so you're getting 7 8 hours of all breathing through your nose and trying to do that during the day as much as I can that that helps avoid a lot of the other things that people might come in, touch, uh, come in contact with if they breathe through their mouth. So those are two, I would say, non-traditional, and, and I don't mind people saying it might be an oddball thing, taping your mouth shut and getting the mouthpiece to keep you from breathing through your mouth.
0: Well, people get sleep apnea too. Is that a byproduct of breathing through your mouth as well? Well, I mean, that's,
1: that's how it happens. You're not, you, usually it comes from people who snore You know, obviously overweight, being overweight contributes to that, but I don't think necessarily it has to occur. I think part of the problem, and again, it's, I don't know if it's missing the forest for the trees, but we're looking at all these other more complex causes for these conditions. And how about if you, if you learned how to breathe and it sounds silly to say, but if you learn to breathe through your nose again you might not have the sleep apnea, regardless of your other conditions. So it's a it's a simple matter of getting some 3M micropore tape and putting that little strip across your lips at night and seeing what happens. Now, I've had people tell me they feel like they're going to suffocate and this and that. But uh, I think that's been something that's ingrained in them from the, their habit. So you have to try it. And, you know, again, I was lucky. You know, Dave, the funny thing for me is I – started sleeping with a mouthpiece probably 25 years ago when I had a bridge put in and the doctor recommended I sleep with the mouthpiece and because to protect the bridge and your dental work. And what he said was, and I'll never forget this. He said, you know, you might want to wear it during the day for a couple of hours because some people have a hard time adjusting to it. Well, I'll, i I never forget. I put it in that first night and I slept through the night with it and it. I found that it helped me. So maybe that's just something for me that's been easy. But uh, the addition and I still ultimately over time, Dave, was starting to snore and I found myself breathing through my mouth too much. And reading the book, The Oxygen Advantage, which is another must read for people, uh, I think put me back on track.
0: Nice. And And that one's by Timothy Keon. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I'm right now put that in the show notes for our listeners as well. Now you, um, you and I follow the same, some of the same, I guess, celebrities. We'll call them or former. Russell Brand had has he's been very outspoken, well, more recently than than his past, and hit on child obesity, child depression. Um, I think he, was it a Coca Cola commercial that you had well, sent? Well, yeah.
1: So that that post, Dave, came from his podcast where he had this fellow by the name of Callie Means on, and. He was a, Kali Means was a big pharma executive who, as he was on the inside, seeing how things were being done, very similar to uh, Gary Braca who was in the insurance business and saw the statistics, this Carrie Means has come out and basically tried to pull the covers off of this pharma, big pharma and how they operate. And one of the things they talked about in the podcast, a couple of things, and, and I'll put this out to the, the listeners if you... Next time you're in a hospital, if you have to be there, unfortunately, or in your kid's school, look at the vending machines. And Callie Means said that the pharma industry, big pharma, had a huge push, uh, or I should say the food industry had a big push to get Coke products in the hospitals. And that was like a taxid, uh endorsement of those foods. And it comes back to your point about the nonsensical study they did. That telling it that's telling you M and M's are better for you than anything. Uh, that that that's the, the 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 psyop that they're working on people. They're saying, "Hey, well, you know what?" And whether it's subconsciously or not, but that's I think the, the ultimate goal. That stuff is in um, the vending machines at the hospital. Well, and and you think the the hospital has your best interests in mind, uh, and they don't. And 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 the Coke thing is, Dave, he talked about one bottle of Coke. If a kid drinks a 16-ounce Coke, that's more added sugar than most kids would have gotten, I think he said, in a year, uh, back before the advent of, of high fructose corn syrup and, and all these other things. So uh, I, would, I recommend everyone listening to that Russell Brand podcast. I, I know he had, at some point in the recent future, I believe it was from the fake pandemic, uh, came to the realization that we were being manipu- manipulated, and has kind of gone to great uh, effort to, and actually put pers- some personal jeopardy to himself to, to to get the word out. So I recommend everyone listen. He puts out a podcast every day. They're usually pretty short. They're always super informative, and um, again, I recommend it. He's also very funny. He, you know, he's a guy who's brilliant and funny and is able to take this complex and it's it goes to the politics of the day to the, our health issues. Um, but he, it's a great cast.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna, One thing I'll-
1: I want to I want to I want to bring this up, and uh, I think it's the, the last thing today because it's we've been uh, a lot of info uh, is we and we talked about it, I think, on the other show but it's been along the line of what i've been saying that we have to get people to understand they're responsible for their own health and wellness and what they eat and how they treat themselves that we're going to lose that right unless more people get with it and understand what's going on and i'm going to we're going to talk about this incident in pennsylvania there was an amish organic farmer who wasn't just shut down, he was raided by armed FBI agents, because he's sold raw milk and other products that are non processed. And whether it's meat, he's been he was warned, I think that he had to use certain processors to process his meat, which he refused to do. And this action isn't a result; is not a result of people getting sick and reporting him to the authorities. So think think about where we are, Dave. That in an, in a time where our border is being overrun, and I don't think anyone can disagree with that. And you read the stories that our government admits that border agents are being taken off of duty, patrolling the border, to process these people to come into the country. And yet they can take an armed FBI team and go to some small Amish organic farmer in Pennsylvania and shut him down. So if anybody looks at that and doesn't think that in the very near future, your ability to pick and choose what kind of food you want to eat is going to be taken away from you, you're not paying attention and you're going to be surprised. And it's not going to stop at that because there's other things out there that are pointing to not only authorita- authoritarian moves that are going to take over your ability to do those things yourself, our our government is going to cede their responsibility and let these globalists, if, that, if you want to use that word, organizations come in and tell us what to do. For instance, the WHO could come in. What they're proposing is letting the WHO come in And say, oh, we have a pandemic on the way. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And our government is just going to say, well, that's what we're doing because they say so. So we're at a a tipping point here with that part of what we're in danger of losing. I believe we've talked about this. We've lost some other things that I don't think we're getting back. But this is going to be the next domino to fall, so to speak.
0: Glad you brought up the raw milk. I had it on our notes, too, to, to close with that as well because you you and I had talked about that for almost three weeks about where we could help you find some. And, uh, you know, we, I guess we found it but the wrong way in Pennsylvania. It's, it's a shame. We yesterday's, uh, uh, coaching Kernan show, I hit on a couple of topics. I want to reiterate that because your show of all of them probably epitomizes the full circle of it. And that's for our audience to, to get back into self-teaching, self-discipline, self-custody, Self reliance and also like what you talked about, say self care. Um, those are all things you can control. Those are all things that are going to be taken away from you, and you need to make those part of your day, your, your day and part of your life. So that way, if it does happen, um, you, you know how to you know how to battle back to, to get them and keep them. So I think uh, great great messages today. So how do you is that how you want to close them today?
1: Yeah, I just think again, be your own expert. And again, if the the more people need to take interest in that, and I'm doing that. Selfishly, because I we're always giving them the message that we want people to do what's best for themselves. But if more people do that, it'll be harder for the authorities to take that stuff away from us. So, and and again, I just want to repeat that. Think about that. That there was no one complaining that that food was making people sick or it was dangerous in any way. They just decided to shut it down because it doesn't uh, adhere to the the big. Food and big pharma picture of how things should be done. Again, sending armed agents into an organic farm to shut them down. It's terrifying. And anybody who thinks that that same kind of treatment wouldn't be aimed at them at some point in time is wrong because it's going to happen. So, again, the more people that are aware of that and will not stand for that, the harder it will be for the authorities to, to do those things going forward.
0: Yeah, and no, I'm glad you brought it up that way as well. And I, I, I just put an exclamation point on what you just said. But um, well, I thought, great show today. Again, we gave him a lot in a, in a short amount of time. And uh, it was episode 401. Please pay attention to our ad reads at the beginning. Liquid IV Zencaster, great friends of ours now. Blackout Coffee, Be Awake Not Woke, uh, Sal's Code, SalM20. Uh, Tanner, who runs The Sauce, our podcast is Sauce. We'll be pumping that out for everybody on our network. So look out for those things on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, um, to support Sal copies on Sal for the entire year. How about that, buddy? You got deep pockets yeah, and then nice. for, for jaw bats, our newest, uh, our, our newest partner. Uh, they'll have a code out there, RVG at checkout, all caps 20 or 15% off. I should say on any products, but their maple bats are amazing. Tanner's got one right now. Uh, he did a, a promo for them yesterday online and, six grains, which is like, that's the holy grail. You don't ever find that. And these guys make it every single time like that. So I encourage that. They have some pretty cool designs. I can't get into them yet. I'm sticking with the traditional right now, but they've got some pretty cool designs as well that the kids will, will like. So with that, Sal, thanks for a great show today. Again, the Hot Corner with Coach Sal, episode 401. Have a good rest of the week, buddy.
1: Thanks, Dave. You too. See you soon.